0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. Quick announcement before we get into this episode. Lauren and I recently launched the Morning Quickie, which is a new daily show. I think three to five minutes of daily bites from all of the best episodes that we've done throughout the years. 700 plus episodes that we've pulled the most meaningful, most evergreen, most applicable bits of information so that you can check it out daily. So whether you heard that full length episode in the past and just need a reminder, or maybe you're a new listener who hasn't heard that meaningful takeaway, this show's for you. It's on a new feed. It's a whole new show, but it takes bites from this, again, three to five minutes every single day to just give you those daily reminders, motivational tips, wellness tips, beauty tips, business tips, everything. So check it out. It's called The Morning Quickie. Go follow it now, subscribe, and review. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and
1: Michael Bostic are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Uh Aha! This is very planned. So we have a 24-month plan from today. We just had our Q4 meetings for the next two years. And so everything we released was very tactical and it's designed to help people.
2: At this point, it's so personal what we do, right? I'm like, if I take the time or we take the time to show up here and it's time away from our kids, then this is personal. I wanna ensure that every single thing that we do, we've thought of, we've touched, because for us, the part of our customer's journey that we are, we're in with them is so critical.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Him and Her Show. Today, we're sitting down with two of our favorite people, Dorana and Shahab Elmi, the co-founders of Symbiotica. You've obviously heard us talk about Symbiotica for years on this show. We've had Shirveen on the show multiple times to talk all about their amazing products, but now we get to meet the two other co-founders who are also married like Lauren and I, Dorana and Shahab. We have become fast friends over the years as soon as we partnered with the brand and got to know Dorana and Shahab. They are two of the most incredible people we've met, two incredible entrepreneurs and just all around great people. We've had a blast getting to know them and we thought having them on the show, kind of the business brains and operational side of the Symbiotica brand would be incredible. So some of the things you're going to learn on this podcast is how to build something from nothing, how to manifest a relationship, overcoming adversity, identifying your purpose and your intentions, how to keep the right mindset to keep yourself motivated, tips to scale any business, and skills that are required if you decide to go through the abyss of working with your partner or your significant other, which we talk about a lot here. So with that, Durana Shahab, welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her show. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her.
3: I am so excited to have you guys here today. And there is so much to unpack. But first I feel like we have to unpack our tequila Mexican dinner that we or lunch that we had. How'd you guys meet?
1: So first I gotta tell you, like I was talking to Michael earlier. He goes, Are you nervous? I'm like I've done a thousand things like this. And I pause and I'm like, but not with Lauren. And Lauren <laughs> makes you a bit nervous because we hung out with you guys. And the only reason I'm doing this is because the time we spent with you was fantastic. You guys are great human beings. We were oh, just telling you. some of our counterparts here how rare it is to meet people that are actually the people they presume to be. And you guys are those guys.
0: Well, let's get through the podcast and see if you feel the same way. But time. Lauren is terrified though. <laughs> Lauren <laughs>
1: terrified. Ter- we're, we're having drinks. and Anyways, we'll get to that later. Lauren is scary. So how did we meet? So this is a... Beautiful story, it takes us back 24 years. I think we were 20 years old, 20 and 19 years old when we first met and then 20 and 21, when we got married. First of all, let me step back. I, I told my father, I would never, I'm never, i never gonna get married. I'm gonna travel the world, enjoy my life. I don't need a wife. One night I'm at an event that Dorana's cousin threw, him and I were best friends. We we're in the same basketball team together. And I saw her walk by and it's gonna sound cheesy and corny, but it's the truth i swear to god time slowed down i see i saw her walk by and it was like a light glared on her face and time slowed i swear to god
0: i'm gonna slow you down right now you keep saying this sweet stuff on the show it's gonna make me look like shit all
1: right i'm just telling the truth man i I get so much shit from my friends too but it's a fucking it's the truth what do you want me to do so i was like flabbergasted i walked over grabbed her hand and i said i'm shahab and she said i know you who, who you are i said i'm gonna marry you one day that was the genesis of the story a year later we're married and
3: Oh, no, 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 no. We have to go back. Okay. I want
0: the part where you're in the convertible shirtless.
1: Done. Okay. <laughs> okay. She snatches her hand out of my hand. That was a cool part. Now here's the not cool part. And she says something to the effect of, try that line on some of the chicken heads in here. And then she like storms off, pissed off. And I was like, God damn like, I couldn't believe it. I was never denied like this before. I was actually dating a Laker girl at the time. So I had, you know, reasonable game. Now, mind you, I was like six for three back then with really nice hair. So I was a different looking guy than I am today. And as soon as she was, she like storms off. And I had the whole night now, I'm like determined to figure out how to get this girl. And ironically enough, she had arrived with one of our best friends in a two-door, remember those Honda S 2000s or like a little two-seaters? Yep. And I had just bought this new Porsche. It was a two, two-seater Porsche. My friend was into her friend. So I had this whole scheme the entire night. I didn't care about the club anymore. The club was over to me. I didn't talk to anyone, I didn't grab a drink. I was completely focused on this one mission. So I told my buddy, his name is Van, I said, Van, when her car pulls around, Janina is her name, and valet, just jump in the car and go. Because, you know, at that time, everyone would go to this 24-hour Mexican spot.
0: You wanted to get her, the friend out, so that you could,
1: okay. Right, divide yeah. and conquer. It's a, it's it's a very thing.
0: classy
2: spot. It's a, it's a standard thing, Michael. Yeah. Come on.
1: So the car pulls up, and sure enough, Van jumps in the car, disappears. And she's left with no car. Now, this is before a cell phones. This is 1999. Cell phones are really brand new, and everyone had one. So she has no ride. And so, of course, I showed up right in time. I said, well, we're going to the same spot. You should just jump in the car with us. And after like complaining and arguing for like five minutes, she agreed. And I, I realized to show off, so I put the top down to the convertible. Put the top down. We get on the freeway. It was freaking December, dude. So it was freezing. So she's cold. She's shivering. So I felt, you know, I'm a gentleman. So I took my shirt off and gave her my shirt. And The only thing worse was a shirtless guy in a convertible Porsche. That was the beginning of the whole thing. And so the end of the night happens. I go, for, go, for, go in for a kiss, and all my friends are watching, of course. And she gives me the pull away.
3: I love a pull away.
1: You'd like to pull away? Fuck That's a, yeah. This is brutal, man.
3: You have to work for it. Well, see,
1: the thing is, you guys want to understand how bad devastating is for a guy. A pull away is like the worst thing to happen to you. And then I have 20 of your friends watch the pull away. There's yeah, nothing all, you can't you're recover. You're going to be goofing you out.
3: You're obsessed then. You're obsessed. You want to get married. We I was keep done. going. I was yeah. done. Yeah, you're done.
1: So she, she disappears. She didn't give me her number. She's gone for the night. I don't hear from her again. A few weeks go by, I, I just opened a cell phone store. This is where cell phones were kind of a big deal. So I had a cell phone store and one of, now here's the, where the story gets a little quirky. Wait, to
0: back up, do you, yeah. you in hindsight, in a cold December night, shirtless in a convertible, you like still stand by that move or?
1: I was pretty lean back then. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, th- I thought it was the right play. I still stand by because the end result is 24 years later or 23 and a half years later. Something worked, yeah. Two kids and a bunch of companies. Yeah, everything's been fine. So I had a cell phone store. Now, here's where our, our stories separate. Up to this point, we're aligned, right? We're aligned. You, do you dispute anything that just happened? No,
2: nothing at all. You're else.
1: into me from the very first second.
2: No, absolutely
1: okay. not. <laughs> I'll try to slide that in there. Okay. Now, here's where the stories get funky. He, my, you could listen to both of our arguments. Like, imagine you're a jury. You guys decide, and the audience can decide, who is more likely to be lying or telling the truth? Okay. Okay. Her best friend needs a cell phone. Now, apparently there's only one place to get a freaking cell phone in the entire universe. So there's two options, right? There's only one place to get a cell phone in the entire universe, my store. Or Dorana was trying to re-engage somehow.
2: No, so, we were like uh, broke no, no, no. college hey, kids, right? We were looking for a hustle. Like who's going to give her the best deal? Okay.
0: Well, I think there's probably truth to both your stories. But right. I think yeah. it's probably like,
1: sure, Let's she's go. like, this guy's going to give me a deal,
0: but he's also interesting.
1: Let's go with that. So anyway, so, so, her friend comes to my store. And she picks out, and her, friend, her friend's family owned Dairy Queens. Like, they were really well off. So, of course, she orders like the most expensive. Back then was a StarTech. It was a little flip phone by Motorola. It opened and closed like a compact. It was like $1,500. So, she orders that and a bunch of accessories, like $2,000. And for me, $2,000 back then was like a million. That was a lot of money. And so, when she came to pay for it. I said, I'll give it to you for free. Only thing I want in exchange is one night, one date with your friend. And she sold out Durana like it was nothing. She's like, yeah, I'm in. It's done. So that, that was like the genesis to our first date.
2: And she came back to the dorm room and was like, you need to go on a date with him. And I was like, you need to pay for your shit. I was like, I'm not going on a date with him. And she's like, he is the nicest guy ever. And I'm like, who did you deal with? Because he was a playboy. He was very loud about his success. And I didn't like that. I wanted oh. like the quiet guy.
0: But he is the nicest guy. I mean, you all are one I appreciate that.
2: He is the most incredible human being I have ever met in my life.
1: So then she finally concedes oh, to, to, uh, to dinner. So I'm stoked, right? So I get up there. I get there nice and early. Pick her up from her dorm. She was, like, she was at UCLA at the time. So she comes down. And she's like devastatingly good looking. Like, holy shit, good looking. And I'm, I'm never nervous on dates, but I was super nervous on this day because there was something different about her than anyone else i've ever met and so we go to this restaurant on third, at third street promenade very very high end and i was like determined to show her who i was so i ordered literally everything on the menu everything you met you imagine like 50 items on the menu that was a dumb no, no that was stupid but I, <laughs> I was give me a break i was 20 or 21. and so halfway through the dinner she disappears. she goes i'd to go to the bathroom she gets up and she leans in only like drawn can and said I'm gonna paraphrase him if I'm wrong, okay? It's been 24 years. She says something to the effect of, I want a man that can, that can give me something that I, can buy my, I can't buy myself.
2: Yeah, so, so what my, I said is, I said, thank you so much for this dinner, because Aqua's a very, I don't know if it's still around, but it was like one of the poshest restaurants. And I said, thank you for bringing me to this restaurant, and thank you for whining and dining me, but a woman of my caliber, I don't want this. What I want, the man of, the man that's gonna be with me, the man of my life, he's gonna give me something I can't give myself. Right. That's love and respect. And for everything else, I'll work hard for it.
1: So then she disappears. Five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes in the bathroom. I'm like, either this girl has like, irritable balance syndrome or she's left me. So finally, like 30 minutes later, she shows up. And what she had done the entire time was she called her credit card company. When you go to college, or you guys remember this or not, you get a $500 credit limit on some student credit card. She was begging him for a credit card increase because she told the credit card processing company that if I don't pick up this meal, this guy thinks he's going to get some tonight, and that can't happen. So as for the check, the guy comes around and says, "No, she's taking care of the check already." And I've I've never I've never experienced that before, so it's just another layer of like, holy crap, they're on Elmi. And after that, it was it was over. I was done.
0: Well, I I love this story with you guys so much, and there and there's so much we're going to unpack here because I think to give the audience context. We have, we have a relationship now, but we've been working with you guys and loving the the company you've created for so long. Now you guys are co-founders of Symbiotica. And so we have a lot of context. And I think from the outside, people would look at your lives now and say like, wow, this is an extreme success story. But what Lauren and I are always attracted to is where people come from and the struggles they've been through. And like, you know. I relate to a lot of what you're saying. You start, you're a young guy, you start to have a little success. You think that the way that you impress people is by kind of showing off some of that success. But like this this was not something that was handed to either of you. And I want to talk about that a little bit because I think people can hear these stories and like see the success now and be like, oh, that, you know, that makes sense. But they don't realize where you came from. Yeah. So maybe to to back up a little bit and talk about your upbringings. And then we can kind of, we can get to where.
1: So thanks for teeing that up because, you know, earlier I was telling Darrell, I hate podcasts, a lot of podcasts I listen to. I can't stand these freaking podcasts, a lot of them, because it becomes people who want to pat themselves on the back. They show up on these podcasts. It becomes an hour of like, I'm the greatest guy of all time. They paint this picture of a linear life, like a straight line. And life is not like that, man. I think, I think it's important to acknowledge that life is tough. Life has ups and downs, relationships have ups and downs. If you're, you guys are entrepreneurs, success, super successful entrepreneurs, but you just, you didn't wake up one day like this. Like there's pitfalls and it's okay. Like it's completely okay to accept the fact that there are going to be struggles in anything you do in life. And the more you absorb, accept that and embrace that, the more successful you'll be. So don't listen to this nonsense on these other shows where everyone's like, yes, I woke up one day, I had this perfect relationship. My first business was a billionaire enterprise. It's never like that. They're just full of shit. And our relationship is no different. Like, when we, when we started out, we were really, like, poor. We had no money. So, there were some days, I'm not too proud to admit it, we had to shower at the, you know, 20, I think back then was LA Fitness Gym because we couldn't pay for our water heater. And, you know, 90% of our meals was Dorana making, like, there was a ghetto grocery store chain. It's still around, I think.
2: Called John's. So, in the
1: West Coast, Vons is a, is a grocery store chain. There's a knockoff called John's. The same logo, same color scheme. We just saw it recently, no? And they changed right. their color. They got sued to change their color scheme. They sold this like night, this ramen type of noodles, but it was 10 for a dollar and each block was for two people. So five cents a meal. And Dorana made that pretty much every night for us. That's all we can afford for a very, very long time. Like Did seven, you eight-
3: have like a specialty of how you would make it? Chopped potatoes, Kay.
2: cilantros, Tabasco. Mm.
1: Lemon. And lemon. That actually sounds pretty good. God bless my wife. She made... She's every at every step that we were at. She made it the greatest it could possibly be. Like our our first home, where did the furniture come from? Goodwill. Goodwill. I'm like, and I and I wish more people were honest about stuff like that. Like, you have to start from somewhere unless your parents were really uber rich, like ours weren't. No, but you know, I, I think
0: like I'm listening to you talk, and I I have a and you guys do too. I have a lot of single guy friends, and one of the arguments that I make to them a lot is. I personally feel, and I'll say something sweet now, that in my career, I have excelled faster maybe than some in some areas because I have a really strong woman by my side supporting me. And it's one, that gives you like a ton of confidence. And also, when you hit hard times, which you inevitably will, especially if you're an entrepreneur, having that support system is worth more than anything. But also, it's completely eliminated all the distractions that I think a lot of young men in particular and i guess young women go through in the quote unquote dating world which you know listen you're not it's it's hard to find the relationships we all have i'm not like undermining that but i think sometimes people glamorize this kind of frivolous single life where they're not focused and they're just chasing a bunch of tail and to me it's like that's all that if you if you do that you're gonna lose a ton of focus and you're missing out on some of the special things in life
1: does that make sense it's the truest thing ever and it, it applies to me a lot. So my younger days, unfortunately, I, I got in a lot of trouble. And so when Dron when and I were dating, you know, we, my buddies and I, we would to clubs and get fights and fights almost every week, like every single, like clockwork, every single freaking week. And I'll never forget this day. We were at a club in Orange County and Dron and I, now we're getting pretty serious. Our relationship was like six or seven months in. And when we were leaving this club, I look back and my friends had gone to this big brawl. And I turned back to run to join them, and she grabbed me and said, if you take one more step, this is over. And that was the last fight. I never, I never fought again. And a week later, two of my friends were stabbed to death, rest were sold, Hossein and Elvis, in front of a Mexican place, Mexican restaurant, like two in the morning, which inevitably I would have been part of that group, guaranteed. Wow. And so like to say she saved my life, it's not conjecture. It's not. It, she literally saved my life. And the focus, and more important than the focus, it's, it's everything I do, I do for her. So like the, the level of drive I have now, and I have from the day I met this woman, it's changed a thousand percent. So when you have that level of focus, because you, not for yourself, it's a lot easier to do something for your, other people than yourself. Like a lot of times I don't wanna get out of bed in the morning. Like I'm tired, I'm stressed, but for her and my girls, I'll do it. Yeah, for me, same thing I Let say. me tell
3: you something. This is what everyone's gonna do. Are you guys listening? You are gonna play the first 10 minutes of this episode in front of the guy you're dating.
1: But and Jesus. you're going to play no, gonna it while
3: you're doing your makeup like you're just listening to the podcast casually and you're going to subliminally manipulate them <laughs> while they're in the background brushing their eyebrows or trimming their pubic hair or whatever the fuck they're doing and they need to hear this so they know how to treat a woman
0: unfortunately when we get with a woman we stop trimming our pubic hair on our eyebrows that's so not true Probably the not. other day i, I saw not. something
3: in the toilet that was looking like that's trimming. my beard
0: hair. <laughs> okay no, but no i mean listen i don't want to sound like this sappy guy but i you know, I talk to at this point, like a lot of young men, and I think like they sometimes glamorize the wrong things and they're looking for this success in life. That's I think harder and harder to find if you're not able to stay focused. And to your point, even when we had children, like I do, you know, want to do everything I can for my wife, but even having that extra layer of like, now I'm getting up for my children, like
1: there's no greater motivation. And nothing can stop you. I, I, so I, I said this before and people think, again, it's like corny cliche thing. I really don't give a shit. I tell all my friends who are still single. I've been very fortunate in my life to do a lot of um, unique things in the business world as an entrepreneur. I could live a thousand lifetimes and nothing will, I, I will do will match this woman. Like She's my greatest accomplishment. And it's not even close. And I think you know, the Andrew takes of the world probably disagree. But if you find the one person you're meant to find, it's an amazing thing, man. It gives you I always had this rule. I'm like, I really believe no one believed in me before. And the less they believed in me, the more I believed in myself. Until I met her. I'm like, she believes in me more than anyone does. And that gives me superhero superhero powers, I think. And from the day we met, it's been on, man. From that point on, we hand out L's all over the place. It's fantastic.
3: Do you guys think that one of your connections is your childhoods? Because I've talked to you guys off air about your childhoods and Maybe we can start with Durana of you telling us how you grew up. Do you think that that's there's synergy there?
2: I mean, I definitely think my childhood has made me who I am today. And for that, I'm incredibly grateful. And you and I spoke, Lauren. But, you know, I had a very t- tough upbringing. My father was an alcoholic. He was very, very strict. I could never go out at nights. And so I'm. I was born in Afghanistan, left there when I was three months. I'm Afghan-American. But I was very Americanized, so I could never understand my father and his like cultural boundaries. So yes, it made me a very tough woman. And at a young age, I literally was manifesting the man who I have in my life today. And it, life, you know, that grit, life made me so tough that for me, I'm not afraid to fail. I'm not afraid to work hard. I will go after anything and everything that I desire.
3: Sometimes I talk to people who have had really hard childhoods and out of it they've sort of figured out because they've had what they don't want, they figured out what they want. Yeah. Because of your relationship with your dad, what when you say you were manifesting a guy, what were those qualities? So the
2: first quality short, was short,
1: buff, bald. Yes, and Big I got a
3: Big personality. True. Yes.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so I
2: really wanted a man who was going to accept me for who I am because I feel like I have a bold personality and I'm, I'm, I, I'm strong because of the challenges that I went through in life. I wanted someone that was going to support my dreams and not ever tell me, don't dream, this is too big. I wanted someone that was going to say, he always says to me, and I love this about him, he says, you be you and I'll deal with the rest. And I love that because that means he supports me unconditionally. And so I, I wanted that. My mother never had that. My That was not who my father was for my mother. And so I knew that most important, what I wanted is a man to love me and respect me and take me in for who I was and then to just ignite the woman that I am.
3: Do you think that you're so bold because you grew up in a culture where women are like, Suppressed. be submissive, be submissive? Yes. Because when I when I hang out with you, like I feel like you you are so bold. Almost in a way, and I think you and I connected off this with masculine energy undertones, but still very feminine. Do you think that that because you saw women be suppressed so much that it made you sort of the opposite? But you're bold, but you're also very warm.
2: Yes. Does that make sense? Very warm. Thank you. I mean, I hope so. I I feel very girly and like a true girl's girl. But yeah, I mean, life made me really tough. And sometimes I always say, I wish I wasn't like this, this tough. I wish I could just be a little softer. But when you have a father who's physically and emotionally abusing you and breaking you down every night, the only person you have to turn to is
1: yourself. I don't wish that for you at all. I'm glad you're exactly the way you are. We got two little girls. I want to want to be. I want them to be just like their mom, because the the world we're headed to now is a little different than the one we grew up in, like our age group. It's a tough. It's a tough world, and if you're not tough, I don't care if you're a guy or a woman, it's going to eat you alive. And this whole context of like. It's weird because these days being masculine as a guy is a bad thing. All of a sudden, it's not a bad thing. It's exactly no. what we're designed to be.
3: Yeah,
1: it doesn't mean though women can't be tough. Like it doesn't mean if your woman is tough, you're no longer masculine. I'm the toughest tough guy out there, but I want my wife to be who she is. Any got a problem? Anyone has a problem with that, they can come and see me. And I praise her for that. And I want my girls to be just like that too.
3: What were some things that you saw that you remember? Like you can remember when you were little where you saw a woman be suppressed. Like, is there certain instances where you were like, I don't want that for myself?
2: You really want to know. Yeah. I remember vividly um, times where my father would chase after me with a knife just because he was drunk. And I remember say, I would like run up to my room and I would pull the dresser so that he couldn't break through the door. And I would say to myself, like, God, give me the strength to get through this moment. And when I have this strength and when I have the power to like make my own money, to get out of this environment, to get out of this home, I'm going to be fucking unstoppable. And that's who I feel I am today. I feel like now now that I know who I am, now that I know my strengths, now that I can look back at my childhood and I'm incredibly grateful for it, I feel like if I was able to get through that, I can get through anything. And I hope that that can reach so many listeners out there because I, I believe my story is not unique. Everyone's been through something. Everyone has some type of adversity, some type of pain, some type of childhood trauma. So it's not what you go through, but it's what you make of it. It's the thoughts in your own head that determine your outcome. And at that age for me, I just knew that I'm not going to allow my father to determine who I am. And I am going to be a powerful force. I can't wait. As a matter of fact, I can't wait to get out there. I can't wait to be the voice of the voiceless Afghan women around the world who go through this. And I want all of them to know that at the end of the day, just get through what you're going through because you're going to determine your outcome.
3: Why do you think so many people are committed to living into the narrative of of being a victim?
2: You know, I think it's easy. I think I think it's it's easiest to say like I'm going to victimize myself to my childhood. But the truth is, we all go through what we go through for a reason and for a purpose. And you need to identify what's your purpose, what's your intention. And for me, when I got through it, it was like, I, A, I learned because I had such a strong mother how much I love women. I love women. I want to support women all around the world. And I, it taught me that we live in a world where we need to support one another. And again, don't victimize yourself to your issues. Because everyone's got some shit going on in their lives. But, you know, you have to look at your experiences. You have to grow from it. And you have to say, this is my story. This is my journey. This is what I'm supposed to go through for what's to come.
3: What about your childhood?
1: I actually had a really good childhood. I had great parents. have great parents. was very stable. But, you know, when you leave, you know, this is, not a, this is not an original story. Every immigrant can relate to this. When you immigrate to a new country, I was seven and a half, eight when we came here. From where? Iran on and so it, it's just a new new reality new world. My greatest parents, but they worked their asses off it, you know they're blue collar workers and you know I respect them to death because they've always taught us about being honest and morally intact and integrity and those are lessons that were really important to us. and but when I met Durana' like I think my, I have two lives it was before Dorana and after Dorana. and after Dorana, my life changed man. it was became, it became such a, an absolute f- level of fulfillment I never thought it could ever exist. Tell my single buddies, until you find that one person, like it's such a crazy thing. I'm a math guy, I'm a finance guy. And so everything in my world has to be one plus one equal has to equal two. The crazy thing about like the four of us, if you think about the the odds of meeting the one person you're supposed to find, how rare that is, but it happens all the time. Like the odds of winning a lottery is one in 350 million. The odds of starting a billion dollar company is one in 1.5 billion. The odds of finding the one person you're supposed to find is one in eight billion. That's crazy, but then, but it happens. So it means it's just magic. Like there's no defined logic to it. It's not math. It's not science. It's just magic. And once you find it, once you find that person, if you just take a step back and acknowledge how fucking incredible it is that you're able to somehow, through all the noise, find this one person you're meant to find, your power becomes limitless.
3: Okay. When I moved to Austin, I wanted cowboy boots. I wanted them immediately. And I heard all about Tacovas from my friend, Emily, who's also a stylist. And she said, they're just like the best cowboy boots. So I went on, I ordered my first pair of cowboy boots. I've never had cowboy boots before. And I ordered the Abbey. They're in midnight, which is like a black. I got them in my size. They're true to size. They are absolutely incredible. I wear them all the time. They're so, so comfortable, but also I love to style them. So what I like to do is I like to wear a comfortable light or medium light jean and tuck it in the boots. And then I'll wear it with just like a simple t-shirt and I feel... So Texas and so cute and also so stylish at the same time. These cowboy boots, in my opinion, are the best. I think they just know how to make a boot. They bring a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So you get that nostalgic feel, but you also get beautiful handmade premium leather. Tacova boots are Austin Design. They're Texas tested and Tecova, you should know, is Western to their core. Tecovas believe in Western for all, and when you go there in-store, you can get custom-fitted for a new pair of boots. They also offer a boot shine and a drink. I mean, hello. If you can't make it to the store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. I want to get my morning sunlight, and I also want to spend time with my son. So I'll put my one-year-old in the stroller, and I will put on Melissa Woodhouse walking meditation. There's a bunch of different ones. I'm obsessed with this one by her that's 16 minutes. I also love the 11-minute one. I became a fan of Melissa Wood a long time ago. I found her on Instagram. Reached out to her, had her on the podcast. The episode did so well that we had her back on. And I have used her meditations every single day since I met her. I literally log in, I hear her voice all the time. Not only do I use her meditations, I also really, really like her workouts. And they're a blend of yoga and Pilates classes. So what I'll do is I'll use them when I don't have time to make it to the gym or when I need to squeeze something in. They have 20 minute workouts, they have 12 minute arms, they even have stuff that you can do in 30 minutes. They're just quick. And she launched the seven day reset and renew program that features guided workouts and meditation. And it's absolutely amazing. It's like a week long nutrition program too. everything's designed to help you feel your best and strengthen both your body and your mind. Workouts, meditation, nutrition, lifestyle. She has it all we have a code for you. As Melissa says herself, don't trust me, try it. Visit melissawoodhealth.com and use code SKINNY at checkout to get your first month free off your monthly membership. Visit melissawoodhealth.com and use code SKINNY at checkout to get your first month free off your monthly membership. That's M-E-L-I-S-S-A-W-O-O-D-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. Use code SKINNY for your first month free. It's so funny because I'm traveling right now and I brought my Branch Basics with me to the hotel. I've actually asked them if they can clean with Branch Basics. They're totally open to it, which is no surprise because non-toxic is the way to go. Branch Basics is free of fragrance, hormone disruptors, and harmful preservatives that wreak havoc on your health. The kit I would get is their premium starter kit. This is going to replace all your harmful cleaning products in the home. You should also know Branch Basics also has a new luxurious gel hand soap made with only the safest ingredients to nourish the skin. I'm all about this hand soap because I got my blood tested and noticed that I had high levels of triclosan, and triclosan is found in a lot of over-the-counter soaps. So to know that Branch Basics is giving you a non-toxic soap is so, so amazing. Most importantly, if you have babies or kids or pets and they're close to the floor, you want to make sure that you're cleaning with non-toxic products, and Branch Basics does it all. I have used my code so many times. I've sent it to all my friends, my dad, all the things. Save 15% on your starter kit or their new hand soap when you use code SKINNY at checkout. That's BranchBasics.com. Again, that's code SKINNY for 15% off when you purchase a starter kit or their new gel hand soap. Save 15% on your starter kit or their new hand soap when you use code SKINNY at checkout. That's BranchBasics.com. Again, that's code SKINNY for 15% off when you purchase a starter kit or their new gel hand soap. And if you haven't listened to the Him and Her episode with the founder of Branch Basics, go listen. That is a mind-blowing episode.
0: We talk to a lot of people on this show and one thing that I worry about especially in the culture that and it's like I I feel like I've never met a couple that has all their shit together all the time. And I think the ones that we've met that are the strongest like they're working through that shit together and they're basically just committed to saying, "Hey, it's going to get tough sometimes, but we're going to solve it together. I think like, I see a lot of people sometimes like something's not perfect in the relationship and their first answer is to either throw it away or step out or something like Lauren and I, this relationship has gone through ups and downs and trials and tribulations all, you know, for as long as we've known each other. But I think at the end of the day, why I never worry about it is I know we're both committed to solving whatever issues we have together. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, it's not like, it's not like a throwaway relationship. I'm like, Oh, that got hard. So we're like going off and doing something else.
1: That's not even in a, like one percent possible like it's not in our front of mind that this will ever end now we go out of man something we, we rarely fight but when we do because we like have fireworks we have tough sure. personalities but it's just a prequel to makeup sex so it's all good it's sex, also like it's fun to like,
3: have a broadway show yeah yeah, yeah. sometimes yeah. i
1: think lauren does that just to like <laughs> just to, just, just a yeah. yeah,
3: mix it up you want me to have some flat boring relationship yeah, yeah sometimes she just i'm like what i, I love like, an Evan and a flow yeah,
0: she just yes. turns, she just gets into some shit for no reason. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess we're doing this. But <laughs> to your point, the sex will be good in the morning. That's right. That's you right. Know. <laughs> okay, so when you guys were coming up together and you're struggling and you're eating ramen and you're shopping at John's. With cilantro. What's going through your minds and what, and, and what are you guys ideating on to try to get yourselves into a position like you
1: are now? That was the toughest time in our life. Like I can pinpoint 2006. It was just like a terrible time in our relationship. And like, if there was any time that we would have pulled the cord, it probably would have been then. And we just didn't do it, man. We just—I I don't have any. There's no logic, but we just stuck together, and we got through it. And we just believe there'll be—you know—there'll be better times ahead. And I think sticking together is. I, that's the only feedback I can give you: is when you stick together and you, you believe in one another, amazing things happen.
0: Well, this is what I, I kind of want to talk to both of you about. This at least the mindset that you were in to keep going, because, again, I think people don't realize like you're going to hit hard times in life, even if maybe you found early success. Like there's, there's always something behind the corner. And I, and I want to like kind of talk through, and I wish more entrepreneurs would do, would do this, especially successful entrepreneurs. Like what was going through your mind to keep you guys motivated and keep pushing?
2: Yeah. I mean, for me, I knew that both of us were not afraid to work hard. So I knew that life was just challenging in the moment. And here's someone in my life who is going to we a our dreams and our goals and our visions align so i knew that no matter what the tough times the good times like we're gonna get through this because a he's not afraid to work hard b we believe in one another and c when we we're going to do whatever it takes until we get there until today we still have that mindset like we have challenges in the business and i we sit back and we go okay we just haven't identified the answer but it's out there. And so I always say to him, our dreams for me, I know today, we can accomplish anything because we have each other. As long as we've got each other,
1: we've got everything. But there, there were times, I think, it was close to the other side too. Like really, I believe that year, it was just really tough on us. We had a bunch of stuff happen to us. It was tough. It was just something out there, man. It's hard to explain it. We just, we just knew that we're supposed to be together. And this, these bad times would just go away if, as long as we stuck to it what were some of the
0: things you guys did to kind of move the ball forward during that time? Like you know, when, you're, when you're that down and out and you're struggling yeah. that hard, like what were some of the things you guys did?
1: I'm not, you know, I wasn't a big communicator back then. Dorana loves to talk about stuff to like till the end of time. That sounds and, familiar. Yeah. And so she, she really kind of forced me into just talking more. And it's weird when you, when you start talking about your goals and aspirations and your dreams together, it gives you a sense of energy you didn't have before. Like it, it ignites something that was dormant. And we did a lot of that. In fact, one thing she did, I'll never forget. We sat down and talked about what we want to accomplish. And she t- typed them up into this little um, piece of paper. And then she laminated it. It's like
2: it. the size of my credit card. Yeah. And I put it in my wallet. She it was like our she three-year plan her. and our five-year plan.
1: Yeah, she carried it with her. And sure enough, in three years, we hit them. Five years, we hit them. And then we surpassed all those things. But that little exercise of, of putting it out in the cosmos and, and believing in it was really big for us because – Sometimes when like things happen, spiral downwards, You think that it's going to be shitty forever. And you almost have to have to turn a tide by, by saying, Lola, three years, this will happen. Five years, this will happen. And they really did. It happened just like that.
3: I would love for you guys to speak on the evolution. So where were you guys when you started, like business-wise? Yeah. And then what were the stepping stones with each business that got you here? Like, yeah. And really walk through it because- People are looking at you too. You obviously have a beautiful marriage. You have two kids. You have all the things and all the boxes checked. And now you have this booming business. But I'm really interested on what happened before this and what the first business was that took you to the second business, to the third business, to here.
1: Yeah. So that's an important story because I think people just see the end result. This is our fifth company. And we've had successes throughout. We've had terrible failures throughout. So our first successful venture was a, as an accessory company. We made cell phone accessories called Ducky Accessories. It was a side gig. We did it while we were in corporate America. We were at at and at the same time. I was a head of sales, was head of marketing for specific divisions. And that went well. When that went well and we made a little bit of money, it gave us motivation that we can actually do something of our own, that we can own something. Like the one piece of advice that I would give to anyone is, go do your own stuff. Like your own stuff is, is the most empowering shit in the world, whatever that stuff is. The one that really kicked it off for us though was our cell phone stores. So we left AT&T.
0: And you were both working at AT&T yeah. together. Yeah.
1: yeah, this was the toughest decision we ever made. So we had just bought a big home in Georgia. We lived in Atlanta at the time. My wife had just given birth to our youngest, uh, Ariana. I think she was like maybe three or four months old. And we both decided that it's time because we, we were never around our kids. we were working like you know, 70 hours a week, 60 hours. we never see our kids. And we made the decision that it's time to go and do our own thing. And so through some contacts, we, we got some contracts to be able to own our own cell phone stores. And we took everything we had and we dumped it into these stores. So we left at the same time. And the way that corporate America, at least AT&T did, was their bonuses were three years in the rear. And they were like your, a vast majority of your comp was your bonuses.
0: So they lock you in that way too. So if yeah. you
1: leave, it's gone. And ours was that times two, right? So it took a lot of balls to say we're going to do that, but we believe in each other.
0: Because you both had the bonuses accumulated. And if you both left, you- Bravo, blocked. yeah. So we, yeah. Have, we,
1: have to, we lost all of it. So we made the call, we're going to lose all of it because we believe the long term of having something of our own that we can control our time. And time was the big deal for us because we're, we're, we're both really ambitious. So we left every every morning at like 7.38, came back at 5.36, spent like 30 minutes with our kids, put them to bed and then back on our laptops for the rest of the night. And we just knew that, that, that wasn't like scalable for the next 20, 30 years. So we started the cell phone business, opened the first store, second, 5, 10, 15. And I just told my wife found out about this recently in the podcast I did because I was just trying to be protective of, of her stress. It was getting so bad that I had to take a second mortgage on our home. And we were like two and a half months away from being like homeless. Like we we're done. And you had no idea? No. No. She was our chief operating officer and she was doing great. And so finally, we hit a place where we had very little money left. And I went to Durana and said, I had she didn't know about the mortgage on the home, but I said, We got to figure something out. And she made the ballsy decision of like quadrupling our advertising ex- expenditures, which which typically, when people are struggling, they reduce expense. She was like, No, we're gonna we're gonna expand expense, we're gonna go for it. And we did. And that those you know, 14 or 15 stores wound up becoming 172 in six states. And then we sold to a publicly traded company, and and that was the big one. Once we got that one, we had that big nest egg and we put it away and we invested it properly. Then it was on. Then we knew that we can do bigger and better things.
3: And what was next?
1: Next one was Dash Radio, which we still have. It's it's one of the largest music platforms in North America. We have about 25 million customers now. I think wow. it's the third after, after Pandora and Spotify. I think it's the third, third largest right Dash. now.
0: We used to put our, I think we used to put our podcast on Dash. Did. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: It's actually the largest, download, the, the mostly used app in all GM vehicles today for the last four or five years. So if you have a Cadillac or a Yukon or something, it's number one there. And that thing is still up and running. And but we wanted to do something a little different. We wanted to do something. I remember I was driving to our Yasmina, our eldest daughter's career day. It was her first career day. I was thinking about what what she would be proud of. And like mom and dad are really good at making money is not something that kids give a shit about. Yeah. And this is where Symbotica came about. And here we are now, four years later.
3: Okay, tell us how this became what it is and i want like the 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 minute that you decided you wanted to do this from like how you put together the packaging. I want all the details. Yeah, and
0: I think this this is super interesting for this audience because they know, I mean, Cherveen, I think, maybe holds the record for people coming on this show. And, we love And, Shereveen.
3: and Shereveen also has come on and given us the best wellness, health, diet, butthole sunning tips he can give us. <laughs> but like- Yeah, we've really got-, we've the got reason, gone the One of the reasons I wanted to have you guys on is because yeah. this will be interesting to hear really how it started. And I'm yeah. talking about from the root of the root.
1: So, because Shervin and Duran have a really interesting relationship. They're like brother and sister, and they also want to kill each other at <laughs> multiple times of the year. So, Shervin and I grew up together. So, we're like 15 years, 14 or 15 years old. We were friends. Hold and on. What was he like? He was the same and same also really different, but also very different. So, okay. like, he was always into this, the alter, we call it the alternate health community world yeah. where, you know, he would go to the Amazon jungle and, like, all these crazy places and do all the stuff, the balls in the sky. That yeah. was normal. But he was also into like the normal stuff that, that we all did too. We would to Vegas and party and do all these things too. But he, he transitioned a lot through the years, You know, his, when his father got sick, especially. Um, his father is one of the great, top five greatest human beings I've ever been around. He's a great man. And, and I have a great deal of respect for him and I miss him. And um, it was a travesty to the world that he's not here today. That's how great of a man he is. But that Shervin's transition to like pull on, as he like I say, into the, into the spaces, was there, was really designed to help his dad because he was trying to help his dad along his life and get better, et cetera. And so, Sherbina started his company, Symbotica, in May of 2018. And this was around the same time that I was having these conversations with my daughter about the career day stuff. And I told my wife, because I promised my wife we we're going to retire after this last exit, that cell phone exit. We're done. We had Dash Radio. That thing was cooking. And it was just time to relax and enjoy life. And so I came to her and said, I want to get back into this business. My friend started this company on Symbotica. I want to kind of look under the hood and see what's there. And she was adamantly against it.
2: To backtrack it, we were living in the East Coast. We came out here to visit friends out in OC, Orange County. And we were uh, we had rented a home and Shervin came to the home. And he was like, dude, you guys are crushing it. And then that was kind of the start of the conversation. That was the
1: genesis. So, so she finally caved and said, all right, let's look under the hood. And what we saw was interesting i've never seen this before in business there was like a bizarre unique energy around the company like there was a momentum there for sure like you can feel it and but the but the business itself was a disaster like it was it was the website was like 1975 and there was no insurance and the the, the products were being packaged and sent out a big bear one of our employee the one employee was like shipping all the products out of like a plastic bag, it was a disaster. There no
2: infrastructure to company. The there was company.
1: zero infrastructure, and there was no one hundred percent of the sales were being driven by affiliates. There was no e-commerce. Like, there was nothing that you would you would categorize as actual business, which was the craziest shit. Because you had insane amount of energy and momentum. Like you get, you can't buy that. Like you can't create that. It was like a unicorn. Yeah, it was a unicorn. It just needed the right the right leadership and and experience around how to implement and scale it. So, when Shervin and I met at at this house, Dorana mentioned, we decided, we agreed that we're going to become partners. And January 1st, 2019, we became equal partners, Dorana and I and Shervin, and it was we're off and running. Then we brought in a bunch of executives that we worked with in the past, like our, our, you know, Sal, our CMO. He's been our CMO for all of our companies. We brought him over, our chief strategy officer, our general counsel. We brought him over from other companies. We did about a million dollars that first year. We were just kind of learning the business because none of us really knew. E commerce, D2C, health space, that very specific a uh, niche. And then fast forward this year, this is, this is public now. We're going to do a little, little bit over 100 million this year. So 100x in four years. And I think. What
3: was the growth like for someone who's listening that hears a million dollars your first year? Yeah. What was the second year? Can yeah, you So we st- did a million. Divulge?
1: Yeah, you got it. A million, 5 million, 15 million, 41 million, and 100 million.
3: And what was the biggest jump from the last two years? Like, what did you see was so transformative in those two years that you had such a profound jump?
1: Yeah, so 2019, 2020, we took a lot of time to figure out, like, the gaps in the business. Not only our business, but the industry in general. And then we, like, settled on two things. Like, forget products, because you have to have great products. Like, if those are just table stakes. If you have shitty products, customers are smart. If you give them bad product that you can't validate, which is one of the things that we're really proud of.
0: Well, I think it's important for you to say that because I think a lot of people now create businesses and they just rely on marketing
1: tactics. You no, know what I mean? no. That's, that stuff is, the, they'll take you to the next level. The, the prerequisite is you got to have the, the greatest possible product or service. Like Deer Media provides a great product and service. There's tons of podcast platforms out there, but they fail. Why? Because the product isn't great. The product has to be what it is. And two, you got to be transparent. If you go to our site right now, We're the only company that posts our our COA, our certificate of analysis of where the products came from.
3: That's cool. Who tested them.
1: So we're fully... In fact, if you're one of our competitors, and I challenge you guys to do this, go to our site and replicate our products. You can do that. We're so transparent. We've left our formulas down to the ingredients, down to where it was registered, where we got the products from, and replicate them. They won't,
3: though, because they don't want to spend the money on... (laughs) This is... If they won't go replicate your products because it's too expensive to replicate Thank their you. products and they won't make a big enough margin.
1: Thank you. So one of the things I'm, I'm very proud about, so we have a product committee, development committee. We have this meeting every week. So sure, we leads that committee, but we have PhDs and MDs that are involved and a bunch of leaders in the company. One of the things I'll never, ever allow is, so we have a vitamin E coming up, for example. We'll never say this vitamin E has to end up at $20 at our cost. Never, ever. Because what, what, when you say that, here's what happens. One, either you have to go buy crappy synthetic ingredients from some God knows place in the world that no one knows what it is.
2: Compromising the quality. Compromising
1: the quality. Or it's an easy thing to take a red pen and just cross out other ingredients because it's cheaper, just get rid of them and then lower the efficacy of the product. We won't do that. We just won't do it. Like there's, there's some things that we'll be, we'll be flexible on. That's not one. Of, we'll never effing do that ever.
3: When you scaled, though, in the last two years, what were the things that you did differently? Yeah, did, so you, did you add product? Did you add better marketing? Yeah. Did you so can I, can I come on this? the skinny confidential him and her podcast? Like That what was are the, the main things?
1: thing. It was the skinny. The skinny changed everything.
3: <laughs> I, I, I do love the
2: glutathione. The <laughs> Thank you. No, we, we appreciate all your support. I think one of the things we have did is we've- we grew our teams. We brought in all of our departments in-house.
1: When we analyzed the business, we found two major flaws for everyone around us. One, everyone outsourced our marketing departments. So like, if you go to use a digital marketing firm, you guys know a bunch of these companies. Mm-hmm. They're great, they're fantastic. But you're one of like, a, each rep has like 30 or 40 different companies to represent. So how much of your time are they are, you, are they really giving you? And then two, like, they can't be nimble. We want to be fast and nimble. So to Durano's point, you brought in, how many of you have in marketing now in-house?
2: 35?
1: 35, 35 right? in-house marketing folks and 100% of our content. So we have two studios in our office. You guys saw when you were there. We record all of our own video graphics. We do everything in house, and so we're nimble about it.
0: Yeah, you know, if I could give like anybody starting a business advice, we got a lot of shit for bringing. Like, we do everything here internally in house. Like, there's nothing really. I don't.
1: Think, I, was, I was impressed. I walked around. Your infrastructure is incredible. Yeah, but
0: it's like, listen, it's more expensive, and it's harder to scale, and it's yeah. more headcount to manage, as you guys know. But I think a lot of people, when they start, they quickly outsource as much as they can to save costs. But in the long run, that that bec- like you don't have a real asset there. Right. Right? Like a lot of in our world, a lot of I think our competitors struggle because they've given a lot of control to third parties that either do their sales or do their marketing or whatever it is. And to your point, like they don't control any of that process. Or if they need to change something quickly, they don't they're not able to do it. How
3: have you added feminine energy to the brand? Because that's got to be something that has to do with the scale, too. Like it. it, Let's be honest. There's 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 men. So you've had to come in and add your 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 vibes. How have you done that?
2: So I mean, it's happened organically. A, I love women. I think uh, I mean this out of respect, but women just do it a little bit better. We've got that emotional intelligence, <laughs> and that connection, right? So I don't know the boss Sixty-seven of the with that, I just percent with that for sure. of our team are women. So as we have built the infrastructure, the departments, grown the teams, we have a lot of women who are inquiring, who are talented out there, who believe in our mission. Who've wanted to join the team, and I am willing to you know willing to take the risk on them, because I believe in them. We have, you know we celebrate women in our company, which is something that I'm incredibly proud of. We do women wellness events, We do four of them annually. And then internally, I do a lot for the women in terms of spending one-on- one time with them, having lunches with them. I like to personally get invested in them because I think that we spend so much time together that this is a very personal relationship and I'm very invested in their success and helping them get to whatever it is that their dreams and goals are personally. So with that, I personally take pride in having so much so many women or that woman energy in our company. And um we take the time to celebrate one another.
3: When I went to your office, there was literally a meditation room. Yes. For I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's for everyone, but I'm sure more women use it. But it was like dark, but like also like kind of like stars on the ceiling, like really good vibes. You've really sort of infused the office with your energy.
1: Can I brag about that real quick? Because I'm so proud of Dorana for this. We were notified in our prior office with another corporate office. Mike and I were talking about this earlier. We had three months to get out. So our lease had expired. They were going to tear it down, build a life sciences building. So they have three months to get out. We quickly found an office and they said, all right, to build this new place out, it'll take six months to build it out." Dorana said, no, we're going to get this in three months. She was there every day with big contractor guys till like one in the morning, two in the morning. She was out there 5 a.m. the next day. And she personally, like with the office you guys saw, that was a vanilla shell. There was nothing there. And in three months, this woman made that that vanilla shell into the office you saw.
3: Yeah, it's stunning. I'm
0: yeah. yes. sure so those
1: contractors had a rough time showing They're up terrified there, being, there, being there every day. The, the, the one funniest one thing is one of those guys, the head contractor is like 6'5", 250 with a neck about this big. When Dorana walks in, he panics. like he's. You could see him like running away <laughs> for his life. It's the funniest thing ever.
3: What are some other things that you think have really helped to grow your business? Because it's a massive business now. What are some some bullets that you would give people who are listening that are looking to scale their
1: business? Yeah, our tech. So The, the second thing we did was we brought all our development in-house. So like we have nine uh, code writers, right? right, Develop for us every day. It allows us to be really, really quick. We have nine full-time guys, gals and guys. And so when we find a gap in anything, we can make changes like that. If you outsource something like that, they'll take you six weeks. What's a
3: gap? What do you mean? Like a gap on the website?
1: Yeah, so for example, on the website, we see conversions are low, there's something causing those conversion gaps. So then we can dig in through analytics and data, figure that out. We actually have a, a, a software we wrote ourselves that shows where our customers go on the site and then where the pain points are. We can see where they leave the site, why they don't buy. And then we have a quick meeting with the team and we identify those areas and plug those gaps. The second thing is we have insane analytics. We, 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 we drove, we've written our own AI software that gives us data and that data goes to marketing and then marketing can make better decisions on advertisement based on that data. It's all in house. And so if, if you outsource some of that stuff, you're two, three, four months behind. We're doing that stuff in real time in one day, two hours sometimes, three hours.
2: And also like customer experience, we brought that in-house. So every you know, every right. time a customer calls in, it's a very personalized experience because they're like, oh, Durana, and we know their health journey.
1: From what we do versus like Philippines or India or Pakistan, it's 95% less per person to do that, per, per head. It's a fact, it's 95% less and that was Dharana's decision. She said, "We're going to have it in house because every time you call, you want to ask for Michael and get Michael every time. Yeah, it's a good call.
2: And then also just bringing fulfillment in house for for us. It's such a at this point, it's so personal what we do, right? I'm like, if I take the time or we take the time to show up here, and it's time away from our kids, then this is personal. I want to ensure that every single thing that we do, we've thought of, we've touched, because for us, what we'll, the part like the part of our customer's journey that we are we're in with them." Is so critical. This is their health. This is their well being. This is how they show their up family, for their loved self. ones. Yeah. So fulfillment for us is really critical because when our community orders places in order for them to get the right order, it's so important. So like that was for us like one of the most
3: important yeah. things. We, we and again, own an
1: operator on a warehouse, and we have a second one opening very very soon, the next three or four months in the East Coast.
3: Symbiotica is part of my everyday wellness routine. I personally, out of all their products, I'm obsessed with two, okay? The ones that I, like, cannot go wrong with are their magnesium and their glutathione. They have two magnesiums. I use them both. One is liposomal, so I'll just put it in my mouth quickly on the go. And the other one is they have this lavender spray that I spray on my body, and I do it every single night before I go to bed. Sometimes I even put it on the bottom of my feet. I tell all my friends about it. It smells like lavender. It's absolutely delicious. And I like the fact that it absorbs in the body, like when you spray it on. I think that's really cool. You don't have to take it or eat it or it's not a pill. It's just absorbed right away. And then their glutathione, this is the one that I tell everyone to get. This glutathione I take every single time that I have a sip of alcohol. I just think it helps with hangovers. It helps with energy levels. And it's really, really thought out. So their products contain no fillers or harmful ingredients, everything science-backed. So if you don't know where to start and you're on Symbiotica because they have a lot of different products, I would get their liposomal magnesium l 3 and 8 I would get the magnesium spray and the glutathione. You cannot go wrong. I got these for my dad for Christmas. Their formulas are great for gut health, detoxification, skin health, and premature aging. They really hit all the spots. Start your subscription today. You can save 15% off your subscription with our code SKINNY. Just go to symbiotica.com and use code SKINNY on your subscription order. There are certain brands that I just reorder and reorder and reorder, and one of those brands is Primal Kitchen. This is the move on what to get. You have to get the avocado oil. I have cut so many oils out of my diet by just replacing it with Primal Kitchen's avocado oil. The other move, and you can't go wrong with this, is their ketchup. They have the best ketchup on the planet. Once you know what's an actual ketchup, too, it's not it. Primal Kitchens are absolutely delicious. It's real, delicious, bold flavor. Tastes like the perfect ketchup. Many of their products are made without cane sugar, no corn syrup, no artificial sweeteners. I really like how their ketchup has no cane sugar and no corn syrup. So many ketchups do. So the avocado oil and their ketchup, you can't go wrong. If you cook for your family... This is the brand. There's so many different products that they make, and everything is just real. Eating right to me is so important for me and my family, especially my kids. And I don't have a lot of time because I'm a working mom. I'm sure a lot of you guys get that, but Primal Kitchen just makes it so easy to whip up the most delicious family meals that we feel good about, and my kids like it. Kids are picky, but they love this. If you want to get some great grilling sauces, dressings, They have like a dressing that you can marinate chicken in. It's delicious. Get the ketchup, the avocado oil. You can find Primal Kitchen products at Target, Walmart, or your local grocery store. I stock up on my products at Target. Or you can go to Amazon and get 20% off your order with our code 20SkinnyPK at checkout. That's 20SkinnyPK.
0: This episode is also brought to you by Squarespace. For those of you that are unfamiliar with Squarespace, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Lauren and I have been talking about Squarespace for years. It is an incredible platform for anybody that wants to stand out, build a business, a platform, and audience online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create beautiful websites, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content on time, all in one place, all on your own terms. Some of our favorite features are you can create your own online store very easily to sell your products. They have flexible website templates to get you started with any kind of design for any kind of category. You can customize your look. You can update your content. Your features are all unique, built to your creative aspects for your brand. You can also create highly engaging email campaigns. I think email is some of the most underpriced assets online. Think about what you can own online. You can own your RSS feed, whether it's your podcast, hint, hint, you can own your email newsletter, and you can own your website all without the approval of third parties. I think this is an incredible tool and Squarespace does it all if you're thinking about building your own online presence, your own online store, your own email campaigns, anything that you want to build and control for yourself online relatively easily and cost effectively. So check it out. Go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com skinny to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com skinny. So check it out. Go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com slash skinny to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash skinny. I wasn't joking. Like we've had Chervino on the show so many times. And I think even like we're so familiar with the product, but every time he comes on, like I understand the reason why you guys are doing things and the intention behind it. And I think so many companies now, especially, you know, in this e-commerce world we all live in, it's like, how many SKUs can I get out there? Like how often, how fast? And they don't really like give you the reason or the intention behind it. And I don't think enough companies spend enough time in storytelling, like telling people why this exists and why they should consider using it. It's just like, hey, this is another thing I'm launching. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it makes total sense. No, we we do this. This is very planned. So we have a 24 month plan from the, today. we just had our Q4 meetings for the next two years. And so everything we release is very tactical, and it's designed to help people. So you know, our home care line just came out. That was designed because Durana, about a year and a half ago, Durana took every pro- product we had in our kitchen sink and our girls' bathroom out We yeah. started googling. Which was everything. It. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> so we googled all this stuff, and we and then we sent them to a lab. We had eighty one carcinogens. You know, just wow. some normal stuff. We use countertop spray, dishwashing detergent, laundry detergent, all the stuff that we all use, and it was like holy shit. There's eighty one. Consider carcinogens that we're forcing down the throats of our kids, not knowing it.
3: Triclosan.
1: Yes, I know. we can't
3: be doing that. It, it's, uh, it, what and what you guys have done with the soap to me feels so comfortable because not only is it good for you because it has pre and probiotic, in it, yeah, but it also is in glass, which. Cherveen taught me, you don't want to be using an amazing soap that's in plastic that the plastic is just like sinking into the soap. Like you really thought of every pain point. I'm busy. I don't have time. I need someone to tell me where it's to stand when it comes to my soap. I don't don't want to buy a healthy and quotes looking soap and then find out that microplastics are sinking into it. Like I don't understand why there's so many brands that try to sort of like half-ass it and like greenwash it
1: it's just margins and so like i i spent a lot of times the last on a 6 months or 8 months meeting with investment banks and private equity firms as we started getting ready for our first big round and everyone just cares about gross margins and it's such a short-sighted view because yes you can make more money today but you're going to pay for it in, in the long run consumers are smart eventually they'll they'll realize we're just selling them this crap and you'll lose them forever our margins are freaking terrible i'm i'm not that i can't sugarcoat that there's nothing there's nowhere to hide it Every time i met with an investment bank, I, I, I have anxiety over that line on our balance sheet. But the reality is I'm also the most proud of that same number. Because that, that number means we're doing it right. I know this, the number sucks, but we're doing it right and we're doing it for the, for the right reasons. And the reason, like our customer base right now, our average subscription length, rank, length is over six months. In the subscription world, if you're past like 45 days, you've done great. We're past six months and it's growing.
3: Oh
0: yeah,
1: because people I mean, know this stuff is real. They try it, and they know they can feel well, it. Well,
0: listen, look at all these public companies that go public at huge numbers, and now you look at their stock, and they're just like nothing. 10 bucks, but, yeah. yeah. Because people, I mean, listen, it's, I don't think they do it intentionally, but they're to your point, they're focused maybe on the wrong things, on the margins instead of the customer satisfaction.
1: Yeah, I won't mention the can. I don't want to get sued, so I won't say name with the company. But a company just like that went public. They were known to being very transparent, very high end quality, and it turned out one of the. Uh, one of the preservatives they were using in all their products was shit and it was the cheapest thing ever, but it was a carcinogen. It caused cancer. And then their their stock went went down like 95%. So eventually you're going to pay the price for it. Why not just do it right from the beginning? Forget like we we have we were raised, my wife and I were very, very high moral and ethic, ethic codes. And our, our company is really known for that. Like if you come to ask one of our folks, we never make decisions that don't include two main categories. All we care about is just two. If there's an intersect between our team members and our customers, and it benefits both, these, both of these groups at the same time, it's the right thing to do. If it doesn't, it's the wrong thing to do. I don't give a shit about the margin. I don't care, I don't care how much revenue is involved. It has to be the right thing for our internal employees and our external customers. And you can find that, that, that point right between the toes, those two. It's gonna, long-term, you'll win every single time. I guarantee it. Just do that.
3: Dorana, how do you guys all work together? All three of you, like, give us the give us the juicy details. What's, I'm the referee. You're the referee. Dorana
1: and Shaven try to kill one another, and I try to prevent them from killing each other. Yeah, but other. what
3: does each of you guys bring to the table? Like, what are you bringing that they don't have? What are they bringing that you don't have? Like, I want to hear a breakdown from like a team <laughs> leader standpoint. I believe that
2: Shahab does everything,
3: finance,
2: infrastructure, the growth. He's the brains behind it all. He's the visionary. That's not true. He truly is. He's the leader. He's true. just really humble. I like to say that I bring the people aspect, the culture, the well, that's operations. A huge aspect, though.
0: You did, there's no business without the people.
2: I mean, I love the people I work with and I feel incredibly grateful that they gave me a reason to want to show up every day and I think that one of the things that we were I was going to add is that our culture is what makes Symbiotica so Symbiotica so great. You've got the most talented people in the industry who show up every day and feel supported where they have resources and tools to come and and do what they're passionate about, whether it's creating content, whether it's IT, whether it's customer experience. That's what we do. Um, Cherveen works on the product side of things. But I think we've got a really good balance. Like I'm just a really passionate person and I like to see results and I'm like a straight shooter. So if there aren't results there, I want to get in the boardroom and I want to know why. Because at the end of the day, for me, we're all putting in time, right? I'm I'm giving it's like it's a push and pull. For us to show up every day to the office to ensure that we are successful, there's something that we are giving up. And that's time with our family. That's time with our loved ones. And so if we are dedicating time, to me, it's like just don't bullshit my time. So that's that's where I come from, where we sometimes can butt heads. I I think
1: I think everyone plays a very important role. And I'm not just not bullshit talk track for your show. We have 102 people that work with us, and, and everyone's equally important, and I swear to God, this is the truth. I was on a very important call with the biggest bank in the world a week ago, and they wanted empirically to know what was the one thing that was driving this unicorn, as Lauren, Lauren said. It's, it is a unicorn now. It is. We're going to do $250 million in, in top-line revenue next year for sure, upside to $350 million maybe. It it's it's just it's magical, man. There's no other way to put it. Like if you walk around, you guys are in an office. There's there's something there that you can't define, and it's not created by Durana or myself or Shervin. It's a it's a it's a team thing, and everyone believes in one another. And more importantly, they they live the life. Like it's not it's not bullshit. They live the mission.
3: What makes a good employee?
2: Say someone's listening and they want to get hired. I, I think attitude and aptitude. Yeah. Ooh, L- less
1: aptitude, more attitude. I yeah, want. What I do you say. mean?
2: I think you can teach most employees anything and everything, but you can't teach someone to have a good attitude Yeah, and someone that has the attitude that's like, I'm going to show up here today and no matter what comes in front of us, we're going to fucking win. We're going to overcome whatever it is. You can't teach someone to have that kind of attitude, to have work ethic. I think, you you know, so for me, I look at someone that has a great attitude and wants to be there.
0: When you're looking to promote people, what are the traits you're looking for?
2: For me, it's someone that has their head down and is all about just getting the job done, who does their work with integrity, with passion.
1: We're, we're, the, we're the underdogs, right? So, like, it feels like we're doing great, which we are. But you compare us against the biggest, baddest companies that we compete with, we're a little bitty, itty-bitty company. So, like, one of the main competitors that we, that we have out there, our main competitor, raised almost a quarter billion dollars rent last year, $250 million they raised. They spent thirty-one million dollars this first quarter of this year, so January, February, March, thirty-one million dollars, just on TV ads. That's more money than we ever spent on marketing totality. So, like the type of person that's to work f- with us on our team has to like have this attitude of no matter what the obstacles are, we're gonna we're gonna overcome them. Well, you it shouldn't was- have told
0: me that. I'll just have Danielle send you a bigger bill. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that we, I have a lot of respect for our team. Sometimes I'm humbled by these. You know, we have a lot of young guys, young folks. And it's the, big, the best thing that's happened to us because they don't, and I'm going to watch this, so don't get mad at me when I say this. They don't know any better. Like, they don't know they're not supposed to compete with these big, bad companies with th- two, $300 million. They're so freaking smart, man. And they're so passionate. And they have, they have ideas that, you know, we haven't heard or seen before, just brand new. And they're not afraid to do them. So, like, that, that's, what's, that's what's kicking this company to the next, next level, this, 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 this group of young, amazing people.
3: When you guys work with a micro-influencer or a macro-influencer, what are you looking for? Because maybe there's people who are listening that really want to work with Symbiotica. It's a very popular brand. What are the things that are like, okay, this is synergistic? For,
2: for me, it's just them truly believing in our mission and our goal, and that is to get this in the hands of everyone so that they can live longer, healthier lives. So just them being authentic to their community and being, them being... and, and just. Living a healthy lifestyle.
1: My biggest frustration is I wish we could, we could share our customer testimonials, the ones that are really talking about what happened to their health or their kid's health or their parent's health or their spouse's health. Like we've changed a lot of lives, man. And that when you, we've had meetings where people cry, like many of us wound wind up crying in these meetings because we're reading this stuff. We can't repost them when we won't. But we read this stuff and it's overwhelming that we've helped be part of this. It's incredible.
3: Before we go, we're going to play a game.
1: Oh, oh, sure. no. God it. I was so happy I'm like we're almost there <laughs> and Lauren didn't do anything crazy we're almost
3: going to go have a really great Brunello and a steak but ho- hold hold, please before we go we're going to play a game we're going to go around this is not anything sexual don't worry
0: your mom can still watch suspicious still <laughs>
3: this isn't your favorite sex position we're going to say <laughs> darn gun to your head doggy you I, no, I said, no, I
1: said darn. darn that's your problem so well, now, you now, you've, now you've instigated it
3: what's the favorite sexual, sex position she doggy oh doggy Odd right. guys like doggy. Carson's no, I, didn't, I said darn. I didn't oh. say oh.
0: <laughs> Well, <laughs> listen, my head's in a different space. But, okay. But, okay. But yes. Okay. We're Maybe your mom can't listen Gun anymore. to your
3: head. You can only pick one. You can't pick more than one. Your favorite Symbiotica product, but I also want Michael and I to participate. I'll go first. Okay. My favorite. I love the glutathione when I'm drinking, but you're going to be surprised what I'm going to say is the lavender magnesium spray oh shit i know you weren't expecting that
1: it's the worst what no i'll tell you why this sucks for me now because this is one of the very few times shaven got one on me because he's like his record is terrible on me it's like two and seven trillion he really pushed for that i'm like this is not gonna do well and it's done great so the fact that he's gonna use this now but thank you for pointing this out he's gonna leverage here's why
3: i like it it's multifaceted So I use it at night before I go to sleep, which I love because it's, it's relaxing and it's lavender and it's like really just a nice way to go to sleep. And I like to spray it on my neck and I just, there's something about it that like winds me down in my nervous system. And I feel like I'm getting the magnesium through my bloodstream, which is, we all need magnesium. We know that. But I also like it because I've learned so much about what's in perfume, which is fucking disgusting. Go Google it. Yeah. Yeah. And so the next morning I'll wake up and I'll use it before I go to the gym or like just, or if I'm like going to the supermarket or like something like super light because it's a little bit of a scent, but it's not overwhelming and it doesn't have all the shit in it.
1: Yeah. I, I, it's one of our highest, like a third or fourth highest reviewed products. I love it. People use them, love them. So I'm not super surprised you said that because okay. lo- everyone loves that. Everyone I spray loves
3: it on it. my kids. Like they love it. That's yeah. my favorite. Okay.
1: Well you, you, nope, you put, No, gun to your head. You can only I, pick I one. We you right know now, you have a hundred. I, I have so I told you guys
0: earlier when I travel, I slam the elderberry and the vitamin, vitamin C, C over and yeah. over. I forgot I gotta do the silver now, so I'm gonna do that. Yes. So like I just named three. But well, I'm really into the magnesium three in it right now because I just I, I got rid of all like sweeteners in the coffees. And so are i are using use, that. I use that. Yeah.
3: And he uses it in his matcha with raw milk. Yeah, and
0: well, I, I use the matcha. Yeah, so I feel like I mean, listen, I've talked to sherveen so many times, and I'm I'm not joking. When I talk about your company, I feel I say I'm like the best customer. Even though I have a code and I use my own code, but <laughs> but you know I do. I have my dad and, um, on it, my
3: stepmom, we'll send my you all the sister. Stuff, but you, you know, everyone.
0: also for my, for our children, we have a routine now where every morning they say red and yellow, and that's the B twelve oh, and the it's D, really and, cute, the, and they get some squirts every morning. I say,
3: "Who wants red and yellow?" And literally, my seventeen month old goes, "Me me 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 me." me. Oh, it's yeah. the best! It's
1: yeah. really so cute. Okay,
3: now you guys have to say yours. Mine's vitamin C, and
2: just I think it's for beauty from within. So i love it i love putting it in my water every single morning i just, just
1: slam like orange it out juice. of the pack is that like no That's good that's also that, that way okay. but you're just, i
2: like to just dilute yeah. it and put it into water so only that drink, to drink
1: water it's a way of like forcing her to drink water yeah. and have the vitamin c at the same time yeah. okay i think the best product we make is Simon Close closer to glutathione
3: yeah it's really i think, I think
1: it I think is the best glutathione on the i think if more sure. people yeah. knew about glutathione and what it really does and how powerful it is and we sell the crap out of it, but for good reason. But I think it's by far our best product.
3: What does it do? Just if someone's listening. I mean,
1: it's it. the most important antioxidant, antioxidant detox you could possibly do. If you drink like we do and we, we're about to. Like we've been doing on the show. Yeah, we You should have glutathione in your diet. And we don't, there's not enough food we can eat to supplement enough glutathione. It's a natural product.
0: Before I started taking your glutathione, I used to just get the IV. But then yeah. now, now I really don't do that much anymore. Yeah. I just do the. the IV
1: is important. I, I just got one right before we came. Oh, yeah. I can't look. Yeah, just I'd rather gone.
3: just take my symbiotic.
1: I'm like, I'm going to see Lauren and Michael. I'm like, I need an IV preemptively. It's oh. <laughs> a so preemptive IV.
3: Oh, Just preparing. For preemptive you. strike. I I have to ask one more question to yeah. Dorana just because she's glowing and she looks so pretty. Sorry, this has nothing to do with you two. What, before you go, because this is the Skinny Confidential, you have to tell us beauty and wellness tip. You got to give it.
2: Beauty and wellness tips. Well, first I would say that I feed my soul with really amazing people around me who I believe just... I'm always happy with the incredible friends and family members that we have around us. We have healthy sex. I'm really big on like self-care, self-love. So I I do my like light therapy. I'm really big. You and I spoke about this, about getting my facials, hydrofacials, and then just, you know, eating in moderation. So for me- She's so
1: disciplined though. She's lying, man. She's got got so much more than that. We'll come back from like a late night out, like one thirty two in the morning. I want to go straight to bed. She's got this 25 minute skin routine that she won't like, like she won't ever miss it no matter what. Yeah. Like I'm on my deathbed trying to go to sleep. Everything is spinning and she'll stu- still do her skin routine.
2: I mean, I, I wash my face every single night. I double cleanse, morning, night. So yeah, I mean, there's more to it. But I think the most important thing is just like feeding your soul with good people around you and having um, good intentions. I'm really big on philanthropy work. So I think that's part of like, just my like ecosystem of who I am and part of my own happiness and then a big part of that is just, you know, creating experiences with my my best friend over here. We, we, we do little getaways. So, you know, 23 years of marriage, we have our little getaways and, and I love that. And we have our glass of wine every night. So for me, like my, my happiness from like, you may see the outside because I've got an amazing glam team that always is doing me up. But my true happiness glows from my best friend
3: and my family.
0: Yeah. Ew,
2: well, everyone either. can see why we wanted
3: to have you guys on. I I mean, could have talked for hours with you guys. We're going to keep
0: talking. Well, yeah, we, we have to
3: go have some Brunello and some Glutathione. Where can everyone find you guys? Pimp yourself out. Do we have a code for the audience? Can we do code skinny? Whatever you guys same, want. Code code skinny. Yeah. And then can we put together a him and her package to one winner?
1: You got it. Whatever yeah, you guys want. Love that. Okay.
3: All you guys have to do is follow at Symbiotica on Instagram and tell us your favorite takeaway of this episode on my latest post at Lauren Bostic. And where can everyone find both of you to message you to say hi? Pimp yourselves out. Tell us the website.
1: Shahab Elmi. Okay.
3: And I'm Durana Elmy. We're
1: gonna link it out anyway. We'll, we'll do one better. Out. Whatever you guys want, whatever contest you run, we'll do one year unlimited symbiotica, whatever they want. Oh, that's
3: what? A big, well, that's yeah. a, that's yes. a big one. Wait, yeah. I'm entering.
1: Are you, you already got it. <laughs> I got you. Girl. It looks like Forward. the winner's Michael Boston. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys. So someone gets a year supply of symbiotica to enter this giveaway. You know what to do. And use code skinny to shop. Like I said, get the freaking magnesium lavender spray. You will not be sorry. I personally am such a fan of these two people. I'm a fan of Symbiotica. I use it every single day. I give it to my children. I mean, it's literally a dream partnership. And I just am so grateful to have met both of you and to have seen the office and just been like, Immersed in everything you guys are doing,
1: and now that we've had you guys on, don't don't think this is going to be your last time. You're gonna to have to. No, come back. I
3: know we could have talked about a lot of other and things. I want to
1: embarrass you guys before I let you guys go. The the one thing that really impressed me about you two, of all the experiences we had, was at the beach. Two gals were the walking amount of
2: champagne we had. Beyond that, no, I was
1: just two, two girls were walking by multiple times. They finally came up to Lauren. I'm not gonna. I don't want to give them a lot of detail, but one of them had fought cancer, and you guys were a great inspiration. And you spent like 30 minutes talking to him, and you were so engaged, and that. It really made me happy to see you, seriously. Because when, when you have a platform and a bunch of people watch you guys and look up to you guys and they get to meet you and you actually, you're organic and spend time and energy with them. It was freaking awesome to see. Yeah. So well, we just,
0: normally we have a big stick and we hit them when they come near. Yeah. I was expecting
1: <laughs> that. And then all of a sudden no, I, mean, it listen, was I think like, yeah. you know,
0: well, thank you for saying that. But I, I think Lauren and I like realized like we have this platform, but like we weren't, we were given this platform by people that are interested in hearing what we have to say and who we have to talk to so it's like it's not lost on us that this is not like you know there's a participation from us but this was given to us by people that you know have decided that they want to put their trust in what we're saying so we appreciate it i also
2: think what shahab's saying is amongst the success you guys have had you guys have never lost who you are like you're still authentic to the day one michael and lauren yeah and that's what's really cool for us to see is we meet a lot of people and we're just like you know, it's like at the end of the day, we're all still human beings, right? That's like the connection that we all have.
0: People, Lauren always says like, you never want to read your own press clippings. And I think that's very true because-
3: I didn't say that. My dad did, but yeah, yeah well, we'll I adhere we'll that. Say. But it's I true, hear that. Right? You, like, can't read, you can't read, by the way, negative or positive.
0: Also, right. you know, and you guys know this, I think as soon as you start believing the hype is when you're going to start to slow down it's a wrap. and be comfortable. It's a wrap.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a wrap. Yeah.
3: Guys, come back anytime. I can't wait to see what you guys are going to do in the future. It's going to be a real fucking roller coaster. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks, guys.
1: Appreciate it.